hello ladies and gentlemen and hello welcome back to another day at the self-care cave today we have a very special guest one i've been begging to join me since the beginning <laughs> um ashley ashley is uh, she's currently helping me working with me to build a very very special project of mine ashley take it away and tell us what exactly you do and introduce yourself to us please well, hi everyone. <laughs> what an entrance. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I'm a graphic and web designer. I'm qualified. I've been doing it for many years. I don't keep track anymore because I think it's, yeah, I think some of those years I did so much overtime that they count as an extra few years. <laughs> um, but we basically, I help small businesses in creating a brand and everything from logo identities, your domain purchase, registration, hosting, how website development. Oh my goodness, advertising from magazine advertising to digital advertising, anything digital, anything marketing related, anything that you would need for your business, even IT related, literally you can come to me and I will help you. And the main thing that I love is that I I actually walk the path. So Michaela will know this is that you start with me and you kind of like, you just, you ain't going to get rid of me. So <laughs> I'm kind of like there to stay. When I start with a project with you, you will have me as your guidance and your mentor pretty much until I feel you don't need me anymore. And my plans do well. So basically well, that's what I do. I, I help small businesses and friends and family and whoever needs me. Ashley is very dedicated. I am absolutely in love with the way that we work together. It is, it's, it's very interesting learning all the things that I didn't already know about the business. We actually had this conversation once or twice about how I know quite a bit more because I've had to educate myself being someone who is um, pretty much self-employed in this um, digital space. So Ash, Ash understands that. Um, so yeah. I have to ask how you got started in the digital space. Cause when we were in high school, this was definitely not like the biggest thing out there either. Mm -mm. Oh no, it wasn't. I don't know if you will actually recall, but I was, I was not an A student. I was not the, um, I was not the person that you would want your friend, your daughter to be, to be friends with. I was probably the worst influence. I think a lot of the teachers there didn't, <laughs> didn't think that I was going to go far with my life. And I think that's also something that really started to motivate me at the end. Mm. Um, but when I was in high school, I used to avoid doing my homework. And I used to um, draw in my books. And I would do typography. And just, I wasn't really into art. It would be more like poems that I would design. It's strange to explain, but I was always doodling. Great. And when it's it came, yeah, it was constantly, I would never, I got into such trouble with the teachers. At, <laughs> at one point I was like, I don't even know how I'm, how I'm passing my grades. Cause I was honestly drawing more than anything, but it was at that point, it was my form of self care was very much drawing. Um, so when I, needed to dig into drawing and just do that i did it <laughs> um and eventually when my dad came to me one day he was like so what are you going to do with your life and i was like i think i'm going to become a psychologist and i was like oh no wait let me just rethink that i don't think i'm going to become a psychologist <laughs> um because yeah 
it's we don't need to delve into that <laughs> no um, but when my dad turned around and he was like but Ashley look, just look at what you do every day at school don't you think you should go into graphic arts and I was like you know what why not don't know what else I'm going to do with my life let's try it don't necessarily need to do this for the rest of my life I can just try it out so it wasn't actually a forever thing it was just a okay I need to do something so let me do this in the first year, I was like, oh, no, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> and this, it's a lot of work, and it was a lot of um, – it was nothing digital yet, so it was all drawing, and I was like, I've been doing this all the time. Like, oh, no, if this is going to be it, then I'll do something else. My dad gave me the option of a gap year, but I knew. I knew if I took a gap year, I was never going to go back. So <laughs> I just wanted to do something so so long. Yeah. Um, and it was in the second year, towards the end of the year, where we started really getting into digital and advertising. And it wasn't just history. And I mean, I majored in art history, which really doesn't have its joys all the time, especially when you have to learn those Chinese names. Of the Oh, no, that was not my high point. But towards the third year, geez, I knew this was it. And in the third year, I said to myself, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to have my own agency. I don't care what it takes. I know I can do it, and I'm going to do it. And then I graduated. I had a job interning in the the second year and the third year already. But when I got to the third year, I decided I wanted to work closer to home in Paul, and that's when I found a place close to life. So, yeah, that's basically how I got here. <laughs> well, I, I honestly, I mean, I, like I said in the beginning, I think that you are one of the best people I've worked with. I've worked both for agencies and with agencies previously. And to have someone who sits down to get your idea of what you're looking for within the digital and creative space and actually takes the time to understand what it is that you're looking for when you when you build this brand that you're building towards, it, it's quite, it's moving to see that you're actually passionate about, not only about the job you do, but the people you do the job for, which is very, very interesting to me. Yeah, that. I can honestly say that my passion for my job is honestly behind the people. Um, and all of my clients will know that, that the moment they're unhappy with some, something, I will go the extra mile to make sure that you're happy. Like, yeah, it's, I think it's very much um, the fuel for my business. Mm. And I, I do, I do say that because it's not just me saying, Oh no, I thrive on client satisfaction. Like I, literally <laughs> it's like my coffee <laughs> well would you consider um what you do for work a f- version of what you touched on for high school as, as self-care the the creative mm-hmm. space of it yeah so um it is drawing very much is self-care um and to be honest since i since i became a mom i haven't had any time for drawing i think i've done maybe two drawings for clients um, for their logos. Um, so that is something that I definitely do do for self-care and I miss that as my self-care as well. It's definitely a part of my routine that I miss. Um, but it's not something that I can push in right now and I don't force that because I understand, you know, my self-care needs have to evolve with what I can also do as being part of mom because, yeah, My self-care routine obviously has changed a lot, has become more required Mm. since I became a mom as well. So what would you say um, 
you do for self-care now being a mother and and someone who works from home full-time someone who works practically a lot of people work with, with physical like aspects and you work with a digital aspect which can also be a little bit um what's the word it sort of <laughs> becomes a, like an illusion yeah i get what you're saying um so what, almost like um your your home and your work life is kind of one because yeah. you go from one screen to the next screen yeah to the next screen <laughs> pretty much and I've, I've noticed that um and i do take time away from the screens because you it's so easy and i find sometimes that i'll even cut out tv time completely for days just because i need to have more work screen time mm. Yeah. So, um, would you consider cutting out that TV time as part of self-care, or or do you mm. have like a, a completely different routine that you follow? Being a, a work from home mom, someone who literally works really really hard. <laughs> so, um, okay. So my self-care routine, because of my situation, I don't get to really go to the salon. I mean, okay, also a lot of people don't have money. And with COVID, a salon hasn't always been an option over the last year. So um, I think a lot of people have been forced to evolve their self-care over the last year um, to be more reflective, reflective of, you know, what stay-at-home moms have been doing for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, to be honest, when COVID struck and we were on lockdown, I was like, oh, oh I've been on this for, <laughs> for like a year and a half already. <laughs> Um, so yeah, to be honest, it didn't really hit me that hard. Um, but your self-care routine definitely did change. And mine went from, oh, wow. It was actually quite hard because for a very long time, I didn't have a self-care routine. It was just, just baby, baby, baby. And I need to be honest that since this year, February, when he started going to crash, is only really when I've started really getting back into self-care. Um, because I can take my four dedicated hours and work, which means that I can have more time dedicated to him, dedicated to me at the end of the day, mm. um, and less time trying to frantically struggle on trying to manage a toddler, keep the house clean, and do work. Because, I mean, to be honest, no one can really juggle that properly. Um, so my self-care went from being non-existent to starting to be managed (laughs) Um, and at the moment my self-care routine basically consists out of getting enough sleep it's the main thing that i realized that really affects your mental health sleep Um, you can either be getting too much or too little and both of them are really bad so um, to find that balance that you need for your body is very important and i've always real i've also realized that when i can't sleep then there's a reason for that. And then I'll get up and I'll work because it's most probably work that's bugging me. <laughs> so then I'll get up and I'll just like snag a few extra non-toddler hours that I can just work. And um, a lot of people don't understand, but my work is self-care to me sometimes mm-hmm. because stress can be caused from a variety of factors. And finances can obviously be one of them. And as a small business through COVID, obviously you need to take that extra step. So if that means that I work until the wee hours of the morning, 
and I'm still okay in the morning, it's because that was kind of self-care because I know that I've caught up on work or even if they aren't working hours, I was just not like me in an empty house, which is also nice. Mm. And people might think that's strange, but when you have a child, silence is amazing, especially when you have a toddler. No, I'm, golden. I'm, not a, I'm not a mom but I am an aunt to a toddler who uh, yes. creates a lot of chaos whenever she is here so I do I do agree with that silence yeah. is, is it's golden and often my sister says to me that when I take over whenever they come and visit and I take over she has that like five hours of peace of the bry and then she's like okay I can do this again yeah, <laughs> yeah. so when, when you say work is your self-care, is there something that you do outside of work as well? Like, do you sit down and doodle? Do you jump into therapy? What are, what are your other tactics that you deal with? Because obviously as a mom, you have to balance everything. Yeah. So um, every night when my partner comes home, it's effective that he is now on daddy duty. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally pick up either my phone or my earphones or my laptop and I go outside. I don't care if it's raining or what, I was in the garage, but I go and I have my time. And my time will either consist of listening to <laughs> Bailey, Siri and Murder Mystery. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of her. <laughs> so I'm either listening to her or um, there's a few smaller bloggers, bloggers that I'm not gonna mention. Um, my taste might be questioned. Um, <laughs> um, mysteries for everybody, okay? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but there's always something that I'll be listening to, or it's um, even just the latest music. It all depends on my my situation. Mm, and mood, um, probably. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm and I want to listen to music. Sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, you know, meh, baby serum. Okay. She's using my default. <laughs> well, if you've got nothing else to listen to, because I mean, some of the some of the music that's been released lately, I yeah, no. can't really get into. So I will much rather turn on a podcast myself yeah. And, and, and yeah, listen to some decent talking at least. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, I, I watch your stuff as well. Subscribed. Yeah. So as soon as your stuff comes up, then I'm also there. Um, but early <sighs> in the morning. <laughs> yeah as soon as i wake up then i'm like oh here it is <laughs> and then just after i drop benjamin then i come with my coffee and i listen to it while i start working oh that's really cool thank you yeah. i appreciate no the um support I, I i'm very very conscious about <laughs> out there lately um speaking of which can we can we talk about what mass media puts out as oh care? no you know they really try to make money sometimes with the strangest things okay right so, <laughs> and i mean i have fallen victim to them <laughs> and i will proudly tell you that i have the best <laughs> i have the best sleeping face mask yes i'm one of those people that cannot sleep without it <laughs> It really, oh, it really improves my, my sleep because I am someone that sleeps with darkness. And since my toddler now sleeps in a bed, I have to leave a light on for him. So the first few days were not fun. 
Mm, I can imagine. So I invested in a, in a sleeping mask and I I have the, the DDS silk one, so it's like perfect. And I have a silk pillow slip, a silk pajamas. Oh. So one, like every now and then when I really feel like I need to be pampered, then I'll go have a bath with a bath pot and I'll have my silk pillows on. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so, yeah, I've fallen victim to some of these money-making schemes like this. <laughs> like, this sort of thing. I mean, to be honest, yeah, if it makes you feel good, then, yeah. But I also think that a lot of people are forced into trying new stuff. And they're like, Mm-mm. you know, everyone's like, oh, no, just use my products. It works. But they don't keep in mind what works for you. It doesn't necessarily work for someone else. Yeah. Um, and that's... I need to, I just need to mention that. But that's why I'm very thankful for Michelle, which you have interviewed before. Yes, yes, yes. Because she was the person that actually helped me like find good quality stuff that isn't just a money making scheme. Yeah, it's all actually about you and and what you need. And that's what I enjoyed about talking with Michelle as well. You can tell that her focus isn't necessarily on making money for business, but it's okay, you need something, this, mm. is, this is how we're going to work Yeah, and when you, when you, um, I mean, we've been working together since last July, I can tell you the friendship that's formed from that is crazy, because you you form a friendship with the person, not the brand, um, yeah. but yeah, she definitely helped me a lot, so thanks to her, I also, um, you know, I'm going to get some bath bombs from her for the winter, because winter, self-care for me is bathing. I know that's true, yeah. but it's so good. A good bath in winter is really good with the candles. Like you don't need to even be doing it for someone special. You could just do it for yourself. It you just candles and. <laughs> no, some people must think that I go through a lot of trouble just to make it nice for myself, but you need to. Oh, I bet just also yes. self care, right? There is nothing better than your underwear. Okay. <laughs> and, and don't think about it that way but it is like it is so nice when you just had your nice bath and your pamper time and you can get into like a nice pair of and that's always nice I know people don't see you underwear and stuff but I think a lot of females can relate that when they have like you can be into sports bras or whatever but when you have a new one you're, <laughs> you're going to be having a good day yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's soft. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Self care in the media. Yeah, there's a lot of things, but it can actually be as simple as just a new bra. It can be a good book in the bath. It doesn't have to be this, oh, now I have to go pay 300 rand for a bath bomb that's scented like this. Or, um, oh my word. You know, there's ice cream that won't work. There's so much out there. There is so much of them. I don't want to bash products, but there, but yeah, just be careful what you buy because yeah, that's also another thing that I like about Michelle. She tastes the stuff first before she sells it. That's important. I think, yeah, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who will, and I'm I'm talking specifically about people like influencers who have influence over Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. who will mention a product, but then they don't use it themselves. And Mm -hmm. I have, of trust issues because of that exactly and then you're like oh but is this a good product oh i don't know i haven't tried it myself oh okay no, why are you providing it? no. 
how, how am I supposed to have faith in a computer? Exactly. Yeah, no. Well, we've pretty much touched on everything, but I am going to ask you to to dive in on the the topic of individualizing your own self care because I, I think you have a pretty decent understandable view on this and I, I love the way that you and I connect over things like this because this is why we are working together. Mm. Um, so why is individualized self-care so damn important? Oh, you every person, oh my goodness, it is, <laughs> every person is in their own storm and every person has their own boat. And that boat isn't necessarily the same for each person. And the storm isn't necessarily the same. So what I mean with that is whatever, I mean, if you're plugging your holes in your boat with bubblegum, the other person might need to use like reinforced metal or something, you know? Mm, Some people have it different. Some people have it, I wouldn't say easier. Some people have it harder. Their circumstances differ. Um, You can't expect to fix one there's no one one size fits all and it's very important that you need to find what works for you because if you end up trying to just do what others say that you should do you're still trying to please others before you're trying to actually look after yourself you can't really please others if you're not looking after yourself first so it's very much a yeah, you can take advice from people and by all means hear about other people's stories because that's how you're going to explore your own. But it's very important to just dig deep down and find out what you need and experience different things, try different things, um, be in different environments. Something as small as a noisy neighborhood could be affecting your self-care. Um I mean, and I realized that when we went away two weeks ago, I was so overstimulated and so on edge, and I couldn't understand why. And that's actually why I postponed our last podcast, because I just felt like, oh, this is not self-care environment right now. And I realized mm-hmm. because there was a dog barking the whole time. We had neighbors fighting at the time. Um, you have a noisy bikes going around, Mr. Delivery. A lot of the guys don't actually take care of their bikes, so their no. bikes become so they come noisy, oh, and you hear them going to the other streets. They're not even coming to your street. And I just realized that that actually, I need to get noise canceling earphones, and I did. And I tell you, those earphones, I can go from being so on edge, just listening to a bit of music, blocking out all the other sounds, just focusing on the moment, and it calms me down. So it really, it depends on your situation. It's, yeah, it's. And the situation yeah. being both um, internal and external, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I mean, mentally and external. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's I think that's a person who can go very deep in that. <laughs> definitely. I mean, there's not yeah. enough time in five minutes to, to touch on no. how deep you need to dig because that's it's something that, I mean, I've, been down this road for eight and a half years now this is and i'm still learning yeah (laughs) exactly a deep rabbit hole but we will one day touch on it we'll we'll Mm -hmm. touch lightly so that people can do the dive the deep dive themselves Mm -hmm. um another another question i have to ask um and we have now touched a little bit on it but any advice 
for for others who have not found their own self care, other than listen, listening in general, mm-hmm. um, that you could give to someone who hasn't figured it out quite yet. Um, on top of what I've mentioned. Yeah, sort of. So mm. take a step back and go, okay, I've mentioned this and this. Mm. What else can you give? Because, I mean, let's let's face it. You have literally just started your self-care um, journey once again. And so you have a very fresh mind on this. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I think you need to just check your senses, man. Um, and just know where you're becoming overstimulated because you'll be pushed to self-care. If you ignore it, you're going to be pushed to it one day. So if you ignore the signs now, they're going to be made blatantly obvious at some point. So you just need to listen to your senses. And if you feel like you are in a moment and you are getting anxious, um, try and figure out what the cause is. And then, I mean, you can read up on Google. You can speak to different people. If you're not comfortable speaking to different people, then look at case studies of what other people went through and see if something that worked for them maybe works for you. So, I mean, there could be people out there still struggling to find their inner peace. And I think to some point, a lot of us could also still be struggling to find that balance um, Mm -hmm. after what last year has put us through. And um, go to family if you need to. Go to your sister. Go to a person that you can really trust. Um, and find out from them what they would suggest as well. You don't need to listen to them. You can just take their advice. And if you don't want to speak to anyone, then I suggest literally just trying everything. Yeah. You're going to find it. Yeah. uh, It's a long journey, but if you never start your journey, you're never going to get to the, the destination. So it's any journey that's worth it is never going to be easy. I mean, you might have to confront a few things along the way, but soon you confront it, the better it's going to be. 100% I agree. I think um, and to touch on what you've just stated, I think taking on the, the monster now while it's small mm. saves you from the extremist possibilities later on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And one thing I need to say is ask for help. That is yes. ask for help. Coming out of having postpartum depression and not speaking to anyone, it does not get better by its own. Ask for help. And help can literally be anything from... I had a friend that would just video call me. Just in silence, a video call me. That's special. That's important. That's that, like, that little bit helped. Even something like that helps. So ask for help. You don't need to speak. You don't need to do anything, but just tell someone that you need help. It really helps. Yeah. All right. I think I think we've shared quite a bit already in this like short <laughs> segment of time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Ashley, I'm going to give you some time to plug your business and where people can find you. And then we're going to wrap up and say goodbye. Awesome. So um, my business, I haven't even mentioned the name. It's Curious Concepts. 
And um, you can find me on www.curiousconcepts.co.za. I have Facebook and Instagram. I don't always get time to upload because I'm very busy with my clients. Um, but when I do, it is definitely worth following. I often share tips on how to keep your website healthy, on how to be consistent with your social media, a whole bunch of topics. So yeah, you can find me on my website and on social media. And we'll have all the links down below. Ashley, thank you so much for your time and for sharing so much with us today. It, honestly, you shared quite a bit. It's, <laughs> it's going to be exciting to edit this. <laughs> I'm glad. And I hope it helps someone. I hope that it's packed with a lot of information that it can reach someone. Because that is the whole point of this. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. And I'm, I'm, I think we're, we're guaranteed it's going to help someone somewhere at some point. That's the whole point of reaching out to people who do normal everyday things for self-care. Yeah. All right, Ash. I shall let you go. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>